0: You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio One and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode. I can't find the books.
1: Hello. Hey, mom.
2: What's the matter?
1: No, nothing's the matter. I'm, I was just calling to say hello. Oh, good. Um, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, I'm hosting the CBC event, and um, I'm supposed to introduce a band. Which one? They're called the Books, and um, they're an experimental electronica band. And um, you know, years ago I once sort of played with them.
2: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, and I I, I was going to ask you if you wanted to come out before I do, and uh, and sort of introduce my introduction.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, when is it?
1: It's actually tonight.
2: What an honor.
1: Um, I mean, you know, there's there's not that much to it. I mean, you just come out on stage before I would take the podium, uh, and you would just say something like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, my son, Jonathan Goldstein. Uh-huh. You want to maybe just give it a practice run just to... to uh-huh. Um,
2: ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Jonathan Goldstein.
1: Well done. I, but maybe just stick to the script here. We'll just say, ladies and gentlemen, my son... Jonathan Goldstein. You know what I mean? Like keep, keep it, keep ladies it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I pre- I forgot the words. Of <laughs> do,
1: do, do you have Do you have a pen? You want to write it down?
2: But I have a pen. I can't even remember two. I can't even remember a sentence. Okay, here I have a pen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, mm-hmm. I present.
1: No, there's no present. Uh, ladies no. and gentlemen, my son, Jonathan Goldstein.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, my son, Jonathan Goldstein.
1: Maybe just try, like, loosening it up a little bit. You know, like a little more conversation. Ladies and suddenly.
2: gentlemen, my son, Jonathan Goldstein. Maybe,
1: maybe maybe actually your instinct was right. Maybe just to throw in a little something extra. Maybe it's a little too short. Why don't you try this? Ladies and gentlemen, I gave birth to him so you could be entertained. Jonathan Goldstein.
2: Oh Okay. All right? Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I gave birth... So you all can be entertained.
1: So well, you not you all, maybe. That sounds maybe a little too country western.
2: Entertained. Ladies and gentlemen, I gave birth to him so you can be entertained. My son, Jonathan Goldstein.
1: Maybe, maybe, and, and also to actually sort of, you know, tell them a little bit about who you are, maybe you say, from the woman who ushered him in from oblivion, I, Dina Goldstein, present to you my son. Jonathan Goldstein
2: from the woman
1: who from the woman who tore him from the clutches of chaos chaos and oblivion that's
2: not the way I talk chaos oblivion
1: and unending night
2: and unending night yeah what does that mean
1: poetic flourish
2: okay
1: Idina Goldstein Yeah. Present to you.
2: Yeah. My son. Okay.
1: Jonathan Goldstein. Let us hear it back.
2: From the woman who ushered him in from chaos and oblivion, an unending night. I, Dina Goldstein, present to you my son, Jonathan Goldstein.
1: Maybe try my son, the Clown Prince of Radio, Jonathan Goldstein.
2: From the woman who ushered him in from chaos and oblivion, an unending night. I, Dina Goldstein. Did I
1: say who tore him? Maybe tore him from the clutches yeah. of oblivion?
2: Look, I'm doing my best. I'm not a big speech maker. I'm trying hard here.
1: Wrenched him free. Wrenched him free from the clutches.
2: From the woman who wrenched him free. Wrenched. Get me more for Him free. From the woman who ushered... Who, from no, the no woman Forget who the usher. Right. From the clutches of oblivion. Yeah. You know you're driving me crazy, eh?
1: Um, what, what else did I say? Chaos. Did, did I say, was it just chaos? How about the nightmare of chaos?
2: Trying my best here. What do you want?
1: Okay, all right, all right. Just uh, try try one more. Okay,
2: from the woman who wrenched him free from the clutches of oblivion and the nightmare of chaos, I, Dina... No, no,
1: you forgot the...
2: And an ending night? Yeah. Wrenched him free from the clutches of oblivion and the nightmare of chaos and the unending night?
1: Eternal, eternal.
2: I, Dina Goldstein?
1: Present to you on bended knee. I have to bend down? I mean it's metaphorical, but actually that could be kinda of nice. If you commit it to memory then you could sort I of can't like commit bend it on it to
2: memory, Jonathan. Well, if, if you no could bend down anymore.
1: beside the podium on one knee and and extend one or both arms out to the crowd and just kind of maintain that crouching position until I walk past and take the microphone at the podium.
2: Okay, on bended knee for your entertainment. That's right. And pleasure. Right. My son. hmm The Clown Prince of Radio. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Golfe.
1: Okay, let's take it all the way through from the top.
2: I did it a million times for you. It's enough.
1: Just uh, try it one more time.
2: Well, one more time. One more time. It's always one more time already. I want I it thought, ended. I want it I over. I just thought
1: it would be a fun little thing that we could do. What
2: the hell is fun about this? I don't even appreciate it. I do,
1: know? but I thought I mean, I mean, thought this was a little something that we could do together.
2: It's fun, but enough is enough already. How much fun do I need? I mean, any more fun and I'll start screaming. All all right, I was just on the phone with you for an hour. I like, go over and over no, it. slide my back and you keep saying over and over. I just
1: thought it would be a nice sort of mother and son. Time. I, I, I don't talk I like that, It's disgusting. Who wants to hear about me burning? No one The book. I can't find
2: the books. They must be in La Where are you?
1: I'm, uh... I'm waiting
3: for you. Helen's dressed. She's at the door. I've been rushing her to get ready already. I'm
1: still at the studio.
3: You're still at work?
1: I, I... I I totally forgot I'm supposed to introduce this band that's going to be performing at the CBC.
3: You're supposed to spend the whole day with your goddaughter. I don't understand. I can't, I, I
1: can't believe that I blanked on this. She's I was I was you. looking at the wrong month on my calendar.
3: She's outside on the front steps. She's waiting for you. She's, she's on been the dressed and ready to go for over an hour.
1: You got you got her sitting on the front steps.
3: That's what she does when she's excited. Will you have she's to, to tell me this. To the day she's waiting for you. Well, you you've got like a
1: guilt factory going there.
3: You should guilty. We might share with you me an image like that. You wanted to spend the, a whole day with your goddaughter, least, and you were going to do this whole bonding thing like I was going to take was.
1: her. I was going to take her honey tasting.
3: That's what you were going to do with her. That's There's the, this
1: designer honey event you at know the.
3: anything about your own goddaughter? She hates honey.
1: All kids like honey.
3: Did you even ask her if she likes honey?
1: I'm not going to ask a, a, a four year old if they like honey or not. She's
3: not four. She's going to be nine.
1: She's going to be nine.
3: You don't even know how old
1: she is. Boy, oh boy, does time fly! What kind of godfather are you, Mary? You know, you make me feel like I'm some kind of like deadbeat goddad or something. You know, I was just there playing with the kids about a week ago. A
3: week ago? You know,
1: I left it wasn't work a week early. Ago, John. I came down it was there
3: four months ago. It was a different season. That
1: was not four do months. Do
3: you remember how that evening went? Like, do you remember yes, that I at Yes, I do. All? We
1: had a great time. I, I taught Helen how to play steal the bacon, which is yeah, which is oh a game my from God. my childhood. That
3: was by the way. I found rotting bacon under my couch. You always
1: see the negative.
3: I spent all day cooking for you, trying to make a really nice meal for you. You... The girls were so excited and you were coming over and I thought they were going to have so much fun. And we did. No, maybe you did. Well, I... You sat at the table, you bored them to tears, you're sitting there drinking wine, glass after glass of wine, going on and on about broadcasting like they care. Hey,
1: Helen is interested in...
3: I was telling them about what the hell you were talking about you were boring me and i'm an adult well, this
1: is a very nice thing to share with someone and then
3: after supper you're so tired so you make your way to the couch i had a long day turning on the television which is by the way very anti you're flipping through the remote changing channels and then you remember what you did you got the girls to go get your quote unquote johnny juice
1: oh god come on you know
3: like they keep asking me what's johnny juice what's johnny juice how do i explain to them that you have them running around Getting your, your little flask of whiskey.
1: Kids like playing make believe. They like playing waiter.
3: But you had her running around playing barmaid, and then you had Katie massaging your feet. I
1: don't remember that the other one was even there.
3: The other one? Her name's Sorry. Katie. Yes, Katie.
1: Katie. I don't. Where else would she be? Uh, we were, you know, we were playing pedicure. Kids love that. I used to do that with my uncle Barney all the time.
3: That's disgusting.
1: All the time.
3: It's not a game. I want my children playing with
1: you. You know, Mary, honestly, like, I, I, I feel terrible. But I don't think she's going to, like, be feeling as bad as you think. I, I'm, to tell you the truth, I mean, I don't really know how crazy the kid is about me. You know, like, you, 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 were, you just got back from Cape Cod. Do you know that she sent me, she sent me a postcard?
3: Yes, I know. I may yeah, have Yeah, do been. you
1: know, did you read the postcard? No. It, it said, wish you were here, not. That's a joke that a kid makes. I think she's picking up on your hostility towards me, frankly, because that's that's like a hostility way beyond her years. I
3: don't even know at this point what you're talking about, and you always do this. You go off on a tangent, and you know what it comes down to? It comes down to my daughter is waiting outside for you to pick her up, and you are shafting her.
1: It's for work, okay, and I'm not... It's
3: not work. It's your ego. It's your big, fat ego, John. Hey, son.
1: hey. And what is this
3: band anyway that you're introducing?
1: What difference does it make? You're not going to know who it is, anyhow.
3: Different. you're well, sniffing my daughter for them i have a right to know who they are it's an
1: experimental band you don't you know it's not your bon jovi don't
3: start with the bon jovi
1: i'm just saying it's it doesn't you're so
3: f- condescending they're
1: called the books
3: why would they even choose you to do that what do you know about that
1: i mean I, I, as well as you know knowing a thing or two about avant-garde music oh. and you're just going to mock this but i i once i once actually performed with them I, i'm on yeah. one of their songs
3: you don't play an instrument how did you perform?
1: It, well, they sampled my voice.
3: They sampled you?
1: Yeah. They, What's the sample? They have a, a, a clip of me talking from one of my old radio stories, and they inserted it into the music in a very oh. key moment.
3: And what are you saying? What's the quote?
1: It doesn't make a difference. It's,
3: I want to hear it. It makes a difference. I want to hear it.
1: I'll, I just say, uh, I can't find the books. They must be in La Jolla. That's what you say. That's what I say. They found my voice to be very musical. I don't know.
3: So now you want me to go outside? You know what? You're going to talk to her then. You tell her you can't go. Don't,
1: don't do that to me. You tell her. No, Mary. Tell yeah. her I was tell, tell her, Helen. Mary.
3: He's on the phone.
1: Tell her. Tell her I was in a car accident.
3: I'd like that to be true, but I can't tell her that. I don't lie to my child.
4: Hi.
1: H- hey, Helen. It's it's uh, it's Johnny.
4: I was just sitting outside waiting for you. Oh, yeah? I was watching for your car. I remember that it's brown, right? Yeah. And every time I see a brown car go down the street, I keep thinking it's going to be you.
1: Uh-huh.
4: And I keep running into the street to give you a big hug. Yeah. So when are you getting here? I'm, um... How many seconds are you going to be here? I'm, I'm, So I can start counting them. Alright, I'm, I'm... One, three... I think, I think... Are you here yet?
1: You know, you know, uh, Helen. You know, uh, adults. Um, they they have this thing called you know about how adults have a job. You know, they have to work. Yeah. You know about that?
4: Yeah. When I grow up, I want to be a teacher.
1: The, that's that's fantastic. Uh, if if you're if you're a teacher or if you're a radio personality like myself, if you don't do your job, you know you know what happens to you, right? No. You, you get fired. You, you you know what fired is?
4: Um, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, it, it means that you that you show up to work the next day and you don't have a job anymore.
4: You're being silly. I keep waiting outside. When are you gonna be here?
1: Oh yeah, you're a good waiter.
4: It was raining and I was getting wet, but I wouldn't go inside.
1: Well, why wouldn't you go inside?
4: Because I wanted to wait for you. Uh-huh. I told her that you'd be here soon, uh-huh. and I didn't want to miss you pulling up. Yeah. She wanted me to put on my rain hat, uh-huh. but I curled my hair specially for you, and I didn't want to mess it.
1: Can, can you can you put your mother back on the telephone?
4: Mom, he wants to talk to you. So. Yeah. My mom says you're, she's taking a bath.
1: Okay. Um,
4: oh, hey.
1: Yeah.
4: I made you a card. You did? I invented something called Godfather's Day.
1: Yeah, and what, what's that?
4: It's the day that Godfathers celebrate with their Goddaughters.
1: Uh-huh.
4: And guess what day of the year it's on?
1: Uh, today? Today! Uh-huh. Um, Helen, the the thing about today is, is just that, um...
4: Hey, do you want to hear the Godfather song that I wrote for you?
1: You wrote me a Godfather song?
4: Yeah. Sure. It's Godfather Day. Hip, hip, hooray. He's my godfather, not your godfather. It's your own godfather. Hip, hip, hooray. It's Godfather Day.
1: That's a that's a, that's a really nice song, Helen.
4: I wrote it just for you. This is going to be the bestest Godfather Day ever.
1: Yeah. All right, look, just hang on, okay, Helen? Just, just sit tight, okay? I'm going to be there in 15... 15, 20 minutes, okay.
4: Great, I'm ready to go. Uh huh. We're warm, ready to go. You
1: you, you like honey? Yuck. Yeah. I'd never heard of anyone. You, you 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 really don't like honey?
4: It's like like honey.
1: Yeah, well, it's.
4: And I don't like like honey.
1: It, what what about on a stick? Yeah. Tasting it on a stick.
4: Sounds really gross.
1: I was I, I thought maybe I could take it to this honey tasting.
4: I'd rather be garbage.
1: Really? Hello.
5: Jonathan. It's Nancy McMurphy calling from C B C Toronto.
1: Hi Nancy. I'm so sorry. How were you? I it was it was a very, very last minute little family. Honestly, Jonathan,
5: it's not professional. You can't just bail there were people in an audience. Needing an introduction, and you, yeah, you just—I
1: I can't tell you how sorry I am. It, 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 I it mean, was really. I needed
5: to introduce the band. I, I needed to introduce in my skirt. I was going to a dinner party. I was completely dressed up, hose, heels, the whole thing. I needed to go introduce some indie house I, band it, or well, something. It's the books, the
1: book right? Thing. They're 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 really a, a, they're very they're very big. But, you I know, like I collaborated that. with them some time ago. That's and,
5: Honestly, I don't give. A, I don't give a.
1: I know, I know. I'm. So, what
5: your relation to the books is the fact Nancy, that I I'm, needed to go up there and introduce some band. Right. I, I work in the corporate office.
1: Like, well, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure you. You. You did a bang up job.
5: That is not my job.
1: I. You know. But you know. To be honest, Nancy. I mean, it's hardly my job. I mean, I'm. You know, I'm no expert no, on. It on, on.
5: Was, correction. It was your job. It, it was your job as a CBC personality. You have got to do PR. You can't just sit there in your garret or your cave or wherever the hell you sit in that. Nancy. You need to get out there, and this was one of your responsibilities.
4: I see.
1: you phoned it. two
5: I, hours before. I called they you were the already moment. already and sound check.
1: I I had a situation on my hands, Nancy. I've not. I, I, I felt. I don't. I Tanner, know it was a, sti- a job I, I had to take See my goddaughter to this honey tasting okay
5: I've got three kids like everybody's got responsibilities and what the hell's a honey tasting
1: it's I, you ta- you taste honey they they put it on these little sticks and
5: okay anyway Jonathan I don't care about your bloody honey story I, I
1: have I've Nancy you know that I've never shocked my responsibilities I was you
5: never any responsibilities because everybody thinks they are like some basket case who's going to start crying in the middle of a meeting or something.
1: Uh, uh, right. And, and I, I'm, I'm, I screwed up. I'm you know
5: s- what? You owe me. You owe the CBC. You owe us big time. And I'm going to call in a favor from you and I'm going to do it in quick times. So you better get ready for some big payback. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and here's your 3 a.m. regional weather forecast. Starting with the Montreal area, it's going to be clear tonight, dropping all the way down on the temperature rod to 16 degrees Celsius, and Wednesday looks like another sunny day with a high of 29, so break out those speedo bathing suits. And in the eastern townships, it's clear overnight with a low of, of 10, so... You might want to put away your Speedo. And in the gaspy overnight, expect a few clouds uh, with a low dropping down to 10 degrees. So uh, you can probably get away with a Speedo, but you might want to wear a, a turtleneck with, with your Speedo. You're listening to
6: CBC Radio
1: 1, 88.5 FM and 104.7 in the West
6: End. Hello. I was wondering if you could help me out. I'm supposed to have a picnic tomorrow in my backyard, and I was curious if it's going to rain. Very funny. What, what did I just hear on the radio? Because I, I heard this guy. It's a, it it's, sounded like a weatherman who fell on his head.
1: It's a very long story. It involves my screwing up and, okay. and coming Okay, I don't need to hear my story, card. but...
6: Well, actually, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> I have to be honest with you.
1: I got in trouble with the uh, network brass... Um, I was supposed to be at this event to introduce a band, and I, I wasn't able to make
6: it. This was their punishment? They said you have to do terrible weather? I,
1: it's not a punishment. I, I was. Oh, I, punishment.
6: I, it's just a punishment for the listeners. And, and what happened to the regular I, weatherman? Were they bound up in the closet with duct tape?
1: His <laughs> wife is pregnant. Look, I, 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 I think I did fine. Let's
6: back up for a second. What happened? You screwed up, and they came to you and said, listen, instead of firing you, we're not going to let you off that easy. We're going to make you read the weather. And you were like, okay. And then you hmm. meekly crawled out of the room backwards and then read the weather. <laughs> That's what happens.
1: I messed up. I acknowledged. I apologized. And, and, and they, needed, they needed me to help them out. You know, that... And hey, I, but how, I,
6: how are you helping them out by doing a terrible job of reading the weather?
1: I don't think I did such a terrible job, number one. You know, I think number I'm perfectly one. qualified to, to <laughs> read a...
6: There are more numbers coming. Believe me, it was a terrible job. That's number one. That's the whole list. It was terrible. There's no point in harping on it. It was just terrible. I, w- I was
1: just reading the weather.
6: Can I give I you mean, some free advice? Dealing with senior management at a radio broadcast institution is just like training a dog. You need to let them know who's boss. Well, they're
1: boss. I mean, they're my bosses.
6: Imagine if you showed up 25 minutes late for your show. It'd be like at the Stones concert where people are chanting, going crazy in their seats, and they come up like six hours late onto the stage. That's what you need to do on your, on your radio show. You
1: know, this isn't a. This, this is
6: up. really late.
1: No, this isn't a rock and roll event.
6: What did you just crawl out of your sarcophagus? Where do you even get this language from? What's a rock and roll event? Is that where you have the kosher caterer with the little hot dogs in the blanket on the sideboard? A rock and roll event. Are you dressing up in your rock and roll event attire to attend your rock and roll event? It's rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Rock and roll event. Listen, if your life were a rock and roll event, it would be the Carpenters live in concert.
1: Okay, I like the Carpenters.
6: Because I'll tell you what my rock and roll event is, okay? When I get in trouble, I just say, okay, I'm sorry I did something wrong, and then I punch them in the face as hard as I can, and I run out of the room.
1: Okay, Gregor, when I mess up, and I try not to mess up very often, I'm repentant. I'm apologetic, and I wanted to make it up to them.
6: Let me break you some news, my friend. When you print "Welcome" on your back and you lay down in front of the door, don't be surprised when they hang you up with clothespins off the clothing line and beat you with a broom to beat the dust out of you. Look, if you—what's the law of the jungle?
1: I—I I don't know. The four lion. Words, four
6: words. Four words. Yeah. Eat or be eaten. Now, I'll tell you why I tell you this, Johnny. Because I'm not being cruel. I know that. I'm thinking of your career first.
1: Yeah, always.
6: Here's the way it works. I, I'm, I'm not making up the rules. I'm just telling you the news. Mm-hmm. Once your career is ruined, I can't unruin it. Mm-hmm. You remember Paul Williams? He wrote the theme song to The Love Boat? Yeah. He wound up being the center square.
1: Center square?
6: Hollywood squares?
1: For writing the theme song to The Love Boat?
6: Yeah, he got famous and he sustained his fame. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get you one of the corner squares. I couldn't get you stuffed in a trunk, bound and gagged, driving around the corner from the studio where they film Hollywood squares. You want to know Why? Why? Because you're taking steps to ruin your career that I'm working hard to build up.
1: I don't see how you're helping me with my career at all. You just yell at John, me. John, I've got a
6: job to do. I'm wearing very expensive shoes right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? hmm Listen, I'm your friend. I'm willing to pinch my nose and turn my head away and lift you up even though you smell unbelievably. But I mm-hmm. want you to ask yourself this question. Mm-hmm. Did your mother raise you to stink on ice? Is this what you wanted for yourself?
1: Oh, my God. My mother.
6: What about your mother?
1: I have to call my mother. The book I can't find the books They must be in La Jolla. Hello? Mom Johnny, what
2: happened? What was the matter?
1: I completely forgot Uh, I
2: went all the way down there
1: I'm so sorry
2: I was introducing you and there was no one even there for me to introduce I couldn't even make Daddy's supper. I had to run. You know, I had to have your father heat up his own dinner. And he put the potatoes in the toaster oven without tinfoil. he practically burnt me down the whole house. Mm-hmm. Don't ask what I had don't I, ask
1: I'm, I'm not going to ask.
2: Now, you know I was practicing and practicing all day. I was trying to get it right, and then I got there. They didn't even know who I was or what I was talking about I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm,
2: I went out on the stage to introduce you I you said,
1: went they would let you you went up on the stage. I went
2: by myself, I said, and now I introduce oh you, God. the Crown Prince of Radio oh my God. the man that I sired Jonathan. Yeah goldstein and this woman came and she practically yanked me off the stage Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but the band was good the band they liked me
1: what do you mean you met them you met the books
2: what books i met the band
1: no no the band the band is called the books
2: oh i didn't know that they didn't tell me yeah they said they liked the pitch of my voice i don't know what that means What
1: what do you what do you mean what do you mean the pitch of your voice
2: i don't know they said they liked the way i talk so they're gonna put me on the next album
1: you're kidding well, wait a second. When when, they, when when did they...
2: Well, when I started to do my introduction to you, they uh-huh. heard my voice, and they liked it.
1: They liked your voice.
2: Yeah, they were nice young guys. They really liked me. I'm telling you, they were so interested in everything I had to say.
1: hmm
2: Yeah, Johnny, who knows? Maybe I'll be performing somewhere, and you can come and introduce me.
1: Yeah, that
2: would... Wouldn't it, eh? I'll be able to quit my day job.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, it wasn't all bad, really. Maybe, who knows, maybe I'll be famous. I'll have a rock and roll career in my old age.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you be well.
1: I will, I will.
2: Okay, honey, have a good evening.
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, darling. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Bye. bye-bye. Let's go in my
0: arm. You're hurting me. Do you know who I am?
2: Do you know who I am? Do you Do you, do you know who I am? I'm Jonathan sich's mother. I'm Jonathan sich's mother. I'm supposed to be on stage. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm Jonathan sich's mother. I'm supposed to be on stage. I'm supposed to be on stage. You know who I am. You know who I am. Do you know who I am? I'm Jonathan Goldstein's
1: mother.
2: I'm Jonathan Goldstein's mother. I'm supposed to be on stage. I'm Jonathan Goldstein's mother.
0: Jonathan Goldstein's mother. On Wiretap today, you heard Dina Goldstein, Mary claude Pallet, Helen Pallet-Wiesel, Mireille Silkoff, and Gregor Ehrlich. Today's show also featured the music of Tristan Gialani of DownloadHipHopBeats.com. Wiretap is produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Mira Birdwintonic and Carolyn Warren. Production assistance from Crystal Duham. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1, 4 Pacific Time, and Wednesday evening at 11.30. Reach us to our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap where you can download the latest Wiretap ringtone. I'm Jonathan Goldstein's mother.